0: All right. what's up man?
1: Plenty. There's, there's a <laughs> lot going on for,
0: for your, your two co-hosts of, yeah. of the We Miss
1: Sports b- podcast. B- b- we, we found the time... You're sitting so close to me. Oh, you yeah, know let's what? Scoot over a little well, bit. No, this, this part of the couch is poor too. Um, I have to say, it's like kind of uncomfortable. Like I don't know what it is. I used to hate feel- this
0: couch. It's grown on me a little bit, but yeah, you can feel like the boards yeah, in there. Yeah.
1: So so thanks for for pointing out. I should move away. But um, in general, you know, I'm chilling. I'm glad we found some time to do this pod. It's been a couple days. Um, weirdly enough, it's not that there's not sports news, but it's the the point in the NBA season where they're dying down a little bit. Obviously, football's whatever. Baseball seems like they're at. Eh. I actually am making an effort to watch more hockey. Okay. A little bit. Um, I don't really like it on TV. I find it entertaining in person, but, um, you know, I, I figure maybe it's like a it's like a muscle. You know, you have to exercise it to to get used to right. it. Right. I mean,
0: hockey's kind of one of those things not to really go down this rabbit hole, but I think what makes it so fun in person is, like, the noises.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, they the, play a lot of
0: EDM. Like, well, a that, lot that, of, I wasn't <laughs> going to
1: say that. I was going to say, like, <laughs> the um, collisions and stuff. Oh, yeah, the, like the, the atmosphere. Into the boards. Yeah, 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 yeah I can yeah. see
0: that. Um, um, but anyways, here's what we do have.
1: Well, um, actually, I, college... Uh, What's it called? Conference tournaments are starting soon. You know, it, of them, some it's, of fi- it's, officially, it's officially March. Yeah, it's May officially, I might not remind yeah, you.
0: Yeah. Um, but what we do have, I know it's a kind of a limited DACA. I know our last episode was a little short, but um, there's some Vegas around a potential NBA expansion, which is pretty exciting. We'll we'll play out, we'll talk about that for a little bit. A um, little bit of football news, not much. Um, college basketball, obviously, and then some other just sports businessy things here and there. We obviously talk about Coach K's last game is coming up. Um, down at, what's that place called?
1: Cameron Indoor. Cameron
0: Indoor, yeah. But um, let's start with with the NBA expansion. So basically, Bill Simmons came on and said on his podcast, I completely understand, I buy that Bill Simmons is a well-connected guy, so I don't think this is like false information. Yeah. So, but Bill Simmons went on his podcast, and he was basically saying that the NBA is very likely, within the next five years, to expand to both Seattle and,
1: and Vegas, maybe maybe they told them to leak this info just to gauge. That's always, how, that's always how that happens. Well, you know what's funny too is, um, you know, when I was, when I'm playing 2K, I typically once I get a few years into it, I typically do an expansion team anyway, and it always has been <laughs> Vegas and Seattle every time. I do two teams at once, Vegas Seattle every single time. I would want to do Mexico City. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. Um, I think <coughs> once you expand, because how many teams are there now? Like thirty. So once you get into thirty-two, that's interesting territory. Um, but then thirty-four that, would feel like a weird number. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, it gets real dicey.
0: Yeah. So they're thinking, and so Seattle and Vegas for a combined six point five to seven billion, and just yes, yeah, and just for context, the last team purchase was the Nets at two point three billion. So this would be a bit up from that, probably about like 3.25 to three and a half each. And the interesting piece is that Femway Sports Group is likely to lead the Vegas acquisition. Well, you know,
1: you know who's a part of that famous sports group? So, our boy.
0: So LeBron. let do
1: think we're the biggest LeBron stands. in the I world. Know, I promise we don't like the guy that much.
0: But LeBron, given his uh, relationship with Femway Sports Group as part owner, he would be the point man on the vegas
1: team i mean i think the nba wants to expand i think they want to still make up some money from the covid season um or i forget uh, it's been so long but did they they miss games because of that right or the season was shorter or what was the case well covid
0: covid happened right around this time of year in 2020 so they probably missed like 20 games at the end, 15 games.
1: For the bubble or whatever, the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're still honestly trying to make up some of that windfall. And it just makes sense. And all of
0: last year, dude, they couldn't sell tickets.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no uh, people inside. And so I think, like, there's a lot of talent out there. So by by all accounts, they'll be able to attract people to those teams. Like, who doesn't want to play in Vegas? Who doesn't want to be a part of the revival of the uh, Supersonics? Presumably, that's what they'd call them. Um, or Sonics, or whatever. So, I mean, I think it's a great move. I don't know why they're hesitating. Surely there's, like, a number of hurdles to clear before those things come up. But I'm almost positive Seattle already... Both those places already have stadiums, if I'm, like, understanding correctly. And so, that helps. Well, dude, the
0: interesting thing is... So now, if, if LeBron... If they do this, if they, buy the, if they buy a team in Vegas, LeBron will be part owner in Liverpool, the Red Sox, the
1: Penguins... And this Vegas basketball team, and presumably, well, actually, what do you think happens first? Team goes up or LeBron retires? LeBron retires. Yeah, I,
0: I imagine the Seattle one is further along mm-hmm. than the Vegas one. That yeah. I mean, I have no evidence to back that up. That's just my general read on it, yeah. just given the history in Seattle.
1: Because realistically, LeBron has three max years left, something like that. So the team being good to go for the twenty. 25, 26 season, I think it's a little hasty.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I see like maybe 27,
1: 28, because you know, you still got to
0: get the money together, build the stadium, go through the whole
1: fucking ring around. But you you got to do the, uh, well, I, I think at least for the Vegas team, they'll do polls for names from the fans. And you know, if Washington football team is any example, that's a the whole fiasco in itself. I hope they don't pick it. You know, I'm really not a fan of that. What did they end up
0: naming the football team? The Commanders, I don't like that at all. I think it's hard to name a basketball team. You know, fun fact, the Nets almost became the Swamp Dragons.
1: Wasn't that the... um, I I feel like that name is from somewhere. Well,
0: dude, no, this is actually a really cool story. I don't know if you know this. They they teach this like crazy in sport management classes. Mm. Um, The Nets were going to be the Swamp Dragons because the Nets had such bad press in like the early 90s. Because like of the
1: Jersey, like New Jersey nets? And yeah, because like
0: New Jersey was like, it was when they were in New Jersey, they couldn't get people in the stadium, so they bring in this crazy good marketing guy, and he's like, we need a name that pops. Mm. And he's like, we're going to be the Swamp Dragons. They put out jerseys for everything. You can still buy these jerseys. They're like antiques. But then one owner voted no, and it didn't go through.
1: Oh, and like the, it had to be like unanimous consent? It had to
0: be unanimous. Wow. Because he said it negatively affected the uh, it negatively affected the uh, overall NBA brand to have a name like that. Is he wrong? I mean, dude, people loved it. People were jazzed up about the Swamp Dragons.
1: Maybe maybe the Vegas Swamp Dragons make a, re- a revive. I like that name. I think it's kind of a little cheesy when all the Vegas teams are named after like some sort of uh, innuendo of gambling or whatever. So maybe they, they go... I mean, there's no swamps over there, though. So What about really the Knights? Sense. Is that supposed to be a card? The, they, well, they have the Golden Knights. Well, no, I guess that's a good point. I mean, are, are knights on cards? Probably. I mean, only
0: on like I guess like on car like a king maybe.
1: Yeah, or I like mean, a when you put Jack. It like, yeah, when you put it like that, I guess I, I can see the relation. Um because well, they don't, they don't have a baseball team, right? Yeah, they don't. No, I don't. It's just the yeah, local the, cool. They have the Raiders, the, a- the Aces, um, Raiders, Aces, Golden Knights. Right. Right. And I mean. Personally, I think it's a cool move. I'm looking forward to s- witnessing an expansion draft. Um, you know, w- wondering who, I mean, if it's anything like what I assume, you know, teams will be able to protect anywhere from, like, I think max eight when players. When the last
0: time we had an expansion draft?
1: So the l- latest team added, I want to say, is the Pelicans, but that's obviously dicey because of the whole Hornet situation, because it's like, you know, New Orleans. Well, and then, then there that? was
0: the Sonics became the Thunder, yeah, but that doesn't really—that's kind of just a relocation.
1: Yeah, so the last true expansion team, I think, is related to the city of New Orleans in a way. I, I mean, I honestly like—we ask these questions. Or
0: the Bobcats, dude.
1: It, maybe it is the Charlotte Bobcats. Let's see, um, NBA. Um, I mean,
0: dude, do you think uh, you think LeBron is is trying to make this happen so that he can?
1: Oh, oh no, you're right, Charlotte. Wow, I was so, so so wrong. What year was that? That was 2004. Wow. Yeah. But Only 16 years ago? Yeah, but I guess, years oh, ago? that's because, okay, okay, okay. This is where it's so confusing with the Hornet Charlotte thing, right? Because it originally was the New Orleans... New Orleans Hornets. Hornets. Yes.
0: And then the, Ho- no, the
1: Bobcats... No, then the
0: Hornets became...
1: Pelicans. Pelicans. And the Bobcats became the Hornets. Yes. yes, or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know what the hell we are talking about, but were you saying LeBron?
0: Yeah, you think LeBron is trying to... Um, do this whole ownership thing
1: better than MJ? Maybe he sees that as his route. To be honest, I don't think... Like, when you're an NBA player, um, when you're an NBA great, I don't think coaching is a very forgiving career. I think being an analyst or a broadcaster is lucrative and interesting. I think being a general manager is thankless, and I think being a coach is maybe more than one is willing to chew. Why wouldn't you, if you have the means and the connections and the name behind you, try to be an owner? And obviously not many people can do that, obviously. But I think LeBron can run a better ship than uh, Michael.
0: Yeah, I mean, to your point, um, Larry Bird is the only, like, true top ten player of all time that went into coaching.
1: A handful of them have tried being a GM, MJ... I mean, not MJ, Magic. Well, Bill Russell was coaching at a time when he was probably would have been considered a top-ten
0: player. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that, but kind of a different time.
1: No, 100%, different time. Um, yeah. In but, the modern but, day. But yeah. Larry Bird coached as recently as, like, 06. Yeah, and, well, you know who tried, too, is Isaiah Thomas. He was bad, point. though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, the, the Knicks just kind of smelled, which, you know, he probably regrets even doing that. You know, everybody probably thinks they can be a great coach, but it's re- and I think at the professional level, it's more about the players you have. But yeah. either way... Um, I will be putting in a pre-order to a... Uh, oh, oh, actually, forget what I was going to say. I was going to say putting in a pre-order to, to getting those jerseys, but the opening game in Seattle, the first NBA game back in Seattle, will be the most expensive ticket. Well, dude, I I know people love that team,
0: but um, there's, like, apparently, like, I was talking to one of my friends who has a friend in Seattle, and he was saying, like, people don't really... People only really like the Seahawks now because they had Russ, and like they have a love hate relationship with the Mariners. So like as a whole, I'm hearing it's like not an amazing city, but for some reason they loved the Supersonics. I mean, but now they also have the Seattle Kraken.
1: They have the Kraken. They also have. Um, there is a Seattle WNBA team as well who plays out of there. Um, I want to say the Rain might be their name or something. That'd be like a fitting that. name, yeah. Um, but no, I'm sure. I mean, the MB- if the NBA expanded. Anywhere and it didn't include Seattle. That would have been a travesty. Really, what we should be talking about is okay. That brings them to thirty-two. But if they go beyond that, where do they put a team? I'm thinking maybe a, I could. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I could see a Kansas City or I could see a St. Louis. Maybe an Austin. Like oh, that's another team in Texas makes sense. I, I can see Chicago low-key having a second basketball team, but that's kind of that's eh, a stretch. That's a stretch. It's Bull City. Who's gonna? It's like who's gonna be a fan of that? But. I
0: if I think if
1: (laughs) I always like I can see San Diego. Yeah, I always like the idea of a Hartford. I mean, obviously, like that's tough, and I think that's tough. I'm thinking in too small of markets right now, but San Diego, I think, would make sense. Nashville, maybe, maybe out in the middle of nowhere, maybe put a team out in like uh, Bismarck. Or whatever. One of those teams that, like, maybe you can attract, like, six states worth of fans.
0: Dude, I'm thinking it makes... Like, I'm thinking Mexico. I'm thinking
1: Mexico. I think you put another team in Vancouver, Mexico City. Vancouver,
0: maybe Toronto. Oh, Toronto has a fucking maybe Raptors. Puerto I'm a dummy. Rico. Montreal? Mo- oh, Montreal, Montreal would, be cool. would be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, because be- they're talking about bringing the Rays back up there.
1: Well, aren't they already splitting time?
0: Um, Not officially. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: That was a pandemic reason, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we go on all day about these these other cities, but I think expansions are cool. I think there's a hard limit to how far they'll go. Um, you know, 30 for all we know, 32 will remain for the well, next 20-30 years or so. You know, like I'm sure they're not in a rush to keep doing this. F1
0: is thinking of expanding.
1: What do they have now? Ten teams. So they have ten teams, two well, two cars have, each. One of the teams got uh, spanked in the bum, though, right? With all the sponsors, but that's besides. The oh game. yeah,
0: one of them because the Russian guy pulled out, or no, yeah. they kicked
1: out the Russian yeah, guy. Yeah. Good for them. They could make, cool. way, way to make a stand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so wanna... so, so F one is ten teams, but in their operating agreement of the league, you can go up to thirteen. And, but the F but F one is very cautious to expand because they want the competition to be very high level, right? They, they'd rather have 10 really good teams mm-hmm. than 12 teams where maybe three suck.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, Mar- you know who Mario Andretti is? I don't know the name. So he's like 80 years old now, but he's like the only guy to ever win like IndyCar, GP3. Oh, the, the, the,
1: the, um, the Triple Crown. Yeah, right? and yeah, F1. Yeah, and he's an
0: American. Yeah. American-born Italian driver. He's like, huge story. And his son is like, very, very, very actively pursuing an F1 team, and they're kind of like pushing like him off to drive or to own, to own a team, to create a team with American drivers. Oh, sure. um, and that kind of name is just huge in motorsports.
1: So what like, kind of what what uh, make like what, what, what who would the car be? It would be um, it would be Team Andretti. But I mean, like, what kind of car? They would build it in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah.
0: it'd be an F1 car built in Indianapolis. But like you know, like uh, oh, you um, mean the engine? You're getting at the, yeah, the yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah. I think they would go Honda.
1: Is what I've heard. Wouldn't but, it make sense Hon- to an American.
0: Yeah, but there's it's very hard to build an F1 engine. Yeah, is what I've gathered. Yeah, so yeah. I think you got to go because typically, like you have, you either buy an engine from Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull mm-hmm. or Alpine. Yeah, yeah, um, and then you use one of their engines. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so maybe there maybe there's expansions all over the place. That'd be cool, man. That'd be cool. But dude, we we went to an NBA game. We got out. We we became adults for a night.
1: We did. It was a uh, Celtics Hawks. It kind of. I mean, it was a, it was a great game. The Celtics were down a bit. They Jaylen came back. Got hurt. That was yeah, a bummer. That's who I, I came to see. That's um, who I came to see too. He came out balling. Yeah, I missed I missed that part. There's a swamp of people trying to get in. It's no way that they run those establishments. But I mean, what can you do? Didn't you
0: see Evan Turner?
1: Yeah, I did. I saw Evan Turner and his boy. Um, they were they were right in front of me. I kind of kept looking at them. So maybe they they peeped. But um, nice to see former Cs come back. I wanted to say Evan. I you know. I really respected your time here, and I'm glad that you, you like the team enough to come back. But I, I, I love
0: Devin Turner in 2K. He was always fun in 2K.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got There's always a sweet spot for those like 75, 76s. Uh, sometimes low 80s. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they're great value picks. Um, well, anyways, so oh, first of all, dude,
0: I paid 18 bucks for a beer at at TD. I the prices cleverly aren't anywhere. So so you ask for one and they flip the stupid thing around. He's
1: got the audacity, you know. Don't uh, the, like make sure you remember to tip. He said like, that, dude. I mean, I think um, obviously they're bigger than a regular can. So that no, helps. they were bigger, probably like one point two five to one point five. Well, if I was running that sort of establishment, not only would they be larger drinks, but you know what? Uh, who was it the other day? Oh, uh, I was at this I was at this club and I wouldn't do this, but this just came to my mind and obviously this is somewhat of a business pod so I floated to, but I was at this like club. Uh, obviously I don't get out much, but it was like an event and I had to go. Um it was nice to go too. I, I had a that was when I had a rough, you know, weekend or whatever, but it was two drink minimum at the thing. So you had to buy two drinks every time you went up there. Okay, come on. What what do you think about I've that? I never heard of that in my life. <laughs> That goes against everything I've ever known is, about like anything related to alcohol. Is that not ridiculous? That's insane. Well, you know what's funny too. This is actually completely unrelated, but I was at Costco the other day and I uh, had a loaf of was it Dave's bread or whatever it's called and I check it out and the lady's like, You can't buy just one of these. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, What do you mean? And she's like, This is Costco. We don't just sell one of these things. And I'm like, Well, you yeah, know, I'm not buying this for myself. Like, can you just ring it up? And she's like uh, I can wait until you go grab another, and I go like I go all the way back <laughs> to, to where the, the thing is. I'm like holding up everybody now, and turns out she was right in that they sell them in like two packs. So it is like one item, but they're bundled in one bag. And so I must have just like not looked and just grabbed the singular one that somebody had like <laughs> the, the torn apart. Singular. Yeah, the one that I shouldn't have grabbed. and I was, I was like. I was going to not blow my lid. I'm obviously like an even-keeled guy, <laughs> but I was like, what do you mean I can't buy that? I was like, That's, "I think I texted you. I'm Take like, my money. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm like, what kind of establishment won't just like let you buy something? It's like, you don't have contingency plans and that fancy computer for somebody <laughs> who wants to just buy one unit of something? Like, surely there are unit prices. And that tangent aside, um, just back, back to the uh, game operations over there. Um, I wouldn't hate a two-drink minimum at those places, but you don't want people to be leaving there belligerent. You don't want anybody to be at the, that game drinking six, seven That makes drinks. no
0: sense. Two-drink minimum. If, I mean, if it's a two-drink maximum is what it is. You can't buy
1: more than two. They flipped the switch. They said if you want a drink, you got to get two of them. Dude, that's whack. So There's
0: something wrong about
1: that. That's a robbery, you think? I don't know if it's it, robbery. It just it's, It feels irresponsible. It, it's exploitation, I think the word is. Yeah, bit. like any drunk
0: person would be like, "Okay, I'll well, buy two. And, and I mean
1: And that's the thing is, like, so somebody would get two, and they would just give one that's away. That's
0: what I, 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 I kind of understand that minimize the line. Maybe that's their goal.
1: If if that's what they're optimizing for, it's a solid solution. Um, or you know what they should do is just pre uh, pour certain drinks.
0: Yeah, I never understood why they didn't do that. There's certain drinks that get drank a fuck ton of. Yeah, like, like cranberry why? vodka, <laughs> yeah. vodka soda, just Red Bull. Do Coke. It without the
1: ice. And yeah. then when somebody buys it, you put it in the ice. So you're a, you're a visionary. <laughs> well, somebody's gonna steal that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where, where, where are we going from there? So, um, so we talked NBA expansion. Let's just talk a little bit um, other NBA news too. So um, before we get into the the Lakers being in shambles a little bit, they stink. Um, I really don't have much to say about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Can see them. Uh, uh, not making it far. I think the NBA is uh, moving in a different direction. But you see job ja, Morant's 52-point uh, game? I, I'm pretty sure that was the game where you could have gone for, like, six bucks. I think, I think it actually might have been. Yeah, so was, it, was it the
0: San Antonio game? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. you could have gone for six bucks. Yeah, so somebody got a sweet deal to that one. Um, but, you know, finally made one of his preposterous dunks. Uh, made that, like, you know, Stephen Adams threw him this, like, full-court pass, and he made the, the, the buzzer beater for the second quarter. And don't want to harp on it. Amazing, um, whatever, but you know who tried to do that same pass Stephen Adams did but just didn't do it well? Who? DeAndre Jordan. And you know what the Lakers did? They cut him. Oh, they, yeah. It was the pass that was shacked in a fool so hard it ended his NBA you career. You sent me something about that. Yeah. They really cut well, him? Sh- shacked and posted it. Shacked and a fool posted it, and then, yeah, they waved him. But I think the Sixers are picking him up now. So he found a home, but... You hate to see DeAndre Jordan going through that. You know... They still got Dwight in L.A.? Dude, I I don't know, because then he'd leave, and then I think he came back, and, you know, whatever. But he got a ring, right? Yeah, he got a ring. You know, it's so funny. There's all these narratives about... um, players who it's like oh you know will so-and-so ever get a ring or they're ringless or whatever and then they get one and it's just like such old news
0: like is dwight's ring with the lakers even impressive
1: well i mean it is i don't want to no 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 yeah it is Uh, getting a ring is at any level but surely when anybody's thinking about dwight howard the last thing they're thinking about is that 2020 mickey mouse ring exactly (laughs) (laughs) like who else was on that team i don't know um, no,
0: exactly. They're not thinking about the the 2020 finals for Dwight. They're being like, "Oh, yeah, he never won a
1: ring in his prime." We're going to revisit the restaurant operations before the end of this piece. But what what, what do you what do you got? Let's let's get away from well, from the NBA. Let's talk second.
0: about Coach K real quick. Yeah. Um uh, let's talk a little college ball with Coach K given it, it is March. March madness is upon us. Dude, I was um, watching some
1: SEC hoop, and it's I think it's it's only us.
0: fitting that UNC Duke in Cameron Indoor his is Coach K's last game?
1: That was scheduled that way, surely on purpose,
0: 100. Yes. But tickets, and we, we, we i guess—we're becoming a fucking ticket pod. It,
1: it's just preposterous. The uh, what do they call them, The spectrum,
0: you know? The yeah, highs and lows. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, but so the tickets to Coach K's final game in Cameron Indoor, you know, whether you
1: think it's a cool place to play, shitty place, whatever. Either way, it's historic. So this is, and this is just to get in. Get
0: the stadium, in the building. Okay. Fifty-two hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: And students, nah. I don't know how they handle student tickets for a game like that. Surely they must be letting them in. Well, Just I know. The same as other. I
0: know games. traditionally, like to get a student ticket to Cameron Indoor, you like they tent. That's what they do. Yeah, they like yeah. tent in a quad. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, that's. I'm. At, I'm at, that's it's probably gonna be some celebrities at that game, dude. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of former Duke players if not most of them um, who are able to make the trip. I mean, I'm sure they'll be... Because uh, the Duke players, uh, Jason Tatum was saying this on JJ Reddick's pod, they sit right behind the bench. So maybe that <laughs> whole section will just be filled It'll up be a with lot people. guys, yeah. Um, I'll be watching the game. I mean, I think Duke's a lot better than UNC this year.
0: UNC's not very strong, but um, they'll probably make the tournament.
1: And, you know, hopefully, if I'm uh, UNC, I'm trying to hand them an L. Coach K's got to go out on the bottom. I mean, and... Uh, Presumably he will if they don't win at all. Anyway, um, but just like a, a double whammy there, you know. Stop him on his last regular season game. Make sure they don't win the ACC and make sure they don't win the March Madness. Triple well, whammy. Actually, Three a, straight L's.
0: Actually, a brief aside. Just talking about um, these crazy numbers again. Um, Michael Jordan, a ticket, just a fucking ticket, an unused ticket to his rookie debut, just sold for four hundred eighty-six thousand. That's insane.
1: Like a, what do you mean unused? Like somebody bought it, but like they didn't somebody like,
0: had it, just a paper ticket. Oh, didn't go, didn't to, the go, the go game, to the game, I just had it, sold for four hundred and eighty grand.
1: Imagine throwing things out.
0: When is something like that gonna happen to us?
1: Everyone should be a hoarder at this point of, if that, of stuff like if that. That's
0: what 2020,
1: 2020 to twenty twenty two has shown. Keep all your shit. Well, I think what we should start doing, and uh I think other people should start doing this as well, is anybody who you think could ever be remotely good at anything, go to their first time doing that thing. Yeah, just, you know, one, it'll be fun, and two, you know, maybe down the line it'll be worth 20 I mean, because that's the, the thing with these collectibles, right? Like, that's the card business has always been that sort of game, right? You get a rookie card, you hold on to it, you, you hope they're all right. But turns out, you know, some of these people are willing to pay a shit ton of money for this stuff. I mean, presumably, it's either a collector who's not going to sell it again, right? They just want to say that they have it, or it's somebody who thinks they'll be able to flip it again for even more, supply and demand I mean and what are, you, are those auctions do you think
0: I have no idea auction? how that
1: kind of thing works honestly I'd love to go to an auction It's
0: probably good fun it's probably quite intimidating
1: I think the gavel No I think the intimidating part I think I think the few things would be intimidating the first time you I you mean raise your thing. The, the pressure <laughs> is probably extensive. Yeah. And then like it, like going once, going twice. Yeah. can I well, can I get a twenty five thousand? Can well, I get a twenty five thousand? Well going one on one with somebody's gotta yep. be. Yeah. Just you're like looking at them. You're like, are, they gonna, <laughs> are they gonna go? But like,
0: dude, you, if I had some money,
1: oh, that would be good fun. Well, your your lady is next to you and she's like, Stop. Like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> like you do not want that we like, don't
0: have that kind of money.
1: Antique broomstick for eighteen thousand. Um I wonder where those things happen, too. You know what show? I, I don't really watch it, but I've, like, seen it. Um, and it, presumably it's, like, still a thing. But was it Storage Wars when they just go to storage units and do the, that auction piece or, it, um, and they just It's a, it's a storage unit full of crap. Those
0: History Channel shows were always great. Oh, yeah. The uh, Storm Chasers.
1: That one I didn't get. That, that didn't excite me. Storm
0: chasers actually terrified me as a kid. It gave me like a fear of tornadoes.
1: We're, this is a, a complete We're aside. getting on a real side yeah, track. Yeah, which which is fine. We didn't have much to talk about anyway, so this kind of fills that. But you know what? I I think I sent you this in a group message. Do you see the thing with the feral pigs? Um, the, uh, the helicopter no. thing? So I'm going to butcher this, but there's this thing in Texas, uh, and presumably in other places across the country. It's a very big country uh, with much different cultural norms and and hobbies. But basically, um, there's an... From what I understand, there's an... And maybe somebody in the comments or somebody who listens to this pod can explain better. But there is presumably... And once again, I could be butchering this, but presumably, there is like an overpopulation issue with like wild hogs (laughs) in this part of Texas. And so um, in order to combat this problem, you can pay... um, like, thousands of dollars to either be in a helicopter or um, on, like, a, the ground in, like, a armored jeep or, you know, protected vehicle and ch- with, like, heavy caliber weapons, just, like, hunt these pigs. Um, and I don't even know where this came from. I think we were talking about uh, people's hobbies. But, you know, obviously there's some question marks with that activity as a whole, but I was watching the video on the site, and it's literally, like, wild... Hunting.com or whatever it was called. It was like something it like it's like yeah, it something like that, and it's like um, you just wouldn't even think that was an activity. It's like you can truly be in a helicopter with your boys, like or you know, whoever. Imagine it's like a, a party. It's like an event, and you're just in a helicopter, and there's you can see them below you. Like they're not close, but they're not far, and you're just you know spraying. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't know how I got there, but. Yeah, we, we went
0: from Coach K to, to killing boars. Yeah. Um, but um, anyways, back to other college basketball news. Gonzaga is the overwhelming favorite. Um, they have three times better odds than the next
1: favorite team. I've, I've only been half in the college basketball weeds, but I know they got that that uh, Chet Holmgren or whatever He's his name beast. is. He's a beast, yeah. and
0: they still have the majority of their team from last year yeah. that nearly won
1: the whole thing undefeated. They do it right over there. Yeah, really Gonzaga
0: is a pretty cool place. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Don't know anything about the college, but on the surface level, outside looking in, cool place. You
1: know, I uh, I didn't really uh, do much of like the college tour thing. I mean, you know, I saw some schools. But some people
0: go all over the place. Yeah, I, mean. I think it,
1: just like some, how some people go to like all the stadiums. I think there are some schools that would be cool to like just see their campus.
0: Everyone, you go get a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. See everyone, their, at, see their everyone store. in high
1: school's wearing yeah. a different college shirt every day. Yeah. Such a long time ago. But um, let's talk some uh, what MLS. Yeah. So, again, not
0: a super big MLS guy, but apparently. You should be.
1: You should be ashamed. The Revolution, we're, we're quite the team they this year. They are good,
0: but they blew it in the playoffs. So I do know that. Um, but New York City FC, they just signed a kid who just turned 14, and he's now the youngest um, MLS player of all time.
1: And that's the team, by the way, who beat the Revs.
0: Really? Yep. Wow, they're doing something right over there. Apparently, they're investing in their future. So,
1: he's, I mean... Maximo Cor- Corizo. Do you know anything about his background? I, and I think he's, he's just turned 14. He, so he's like, basically 13.
0: The way the headline read was that this guy essentially got this as a birthday present. Really? Yeah. What like does he, that mean? Like, he turned 14, and I, maybe there's some rule that you had to be 14. But, like, there's been other player, there's been other 14-year-olds in MLS, but he was like... Newly,
1: newly fourteen. Now I'm obviously very ignorant of soccer, um, and I I enjoy watching it. I don't actually find it boring like some people do. I think that it's a beautiful game. I really do. Um, Surely, if you're out there, soccer can be very physical. Sport is that kid. What what position does he play? I don't know. I think he's Um, gonna get bodied out there. I would have no mercy. I mean, that's that's a grown man's dream. Is is to put a uh, fourteen year old across me on the pitch, right there. I mean, it's grown man's game. I
0: imagine being one of the... Imagine this. The MLS is known for having some of these older European players that come over in their mid to late 30s to still make good money, but they're European stars, and they'll be popular in the U.S., but they just don't have it anymore, right? Um, imagine being one of those guys, and you look across, and you just see this 14-year-old kid playing in the in the MLS.
1: Yeah, so how this... It does make it seem like so they have him for a long time. Um, so he, he's there with it's through twenty twenty seven, where he'll be what nineteen. That's crazy. Um, and then an option for twenty twenty eight. Dude, uh, this Ar- think about Argentine heritage.
0: Keep in mind, this kid was born in like oh eight.
1: Think about that. Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, but I obviously there's not much details here, but. Uh, questionably like he, he won't be playing anytime soon probably yeah. um he'll be he'll be playing in there uh like I think every every MLs team still has like a juniors program. yeah so he'll be playing there um but we should find a way to to watch those you know I, I got YouTube TV you were saying that you're loving it I barely watched it but my dad got it um and so I, it, you know doesn't I, your dad
0: weren't you just saying your dad Switches cable things every every few months with yeah. the best deal. And I think that
1: this is his newfound uh, He finally found a home with, I with YouTube cool, TV. because he's got the, the smart TVs nowadays, and, you know, you really think about it, and like, why do you pay for cable? All those channels and not all the flexibility. Um, but, yeah, YouTube TV. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't watched much of it, but that's where I watched SEC basketball.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Um, the bill, a little NFL news.
1: Wait, just to uh, bring it back to the, the 14-year-old thing. What other sp- – that's not happening in any other their sports.
0: Um, what other sport can
1: somebody be so talented at such a young age that you're like, we're going to take this shot on them, like, now? Because think about it. Like, there's probably so many people who just on the eye test, when they're in eighth grade, you're like, that person is going to go play college basketball. A couple years later, they, they're they not. They suck. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, what other sports could that happen in, you know?
0: Track can sometimes be like that. Mm. Sometimes these people are tremendously gifted at a young age, specifically girls, Mm. um, because they just hit puberty earlier. Max Verstappen, who we'll talk about in a little bit, I think he got his shot at like 16 in F1. Mm. Um, It's a youth revolution. um, Esports, probably. (laughs) Drone racing? Golf. I know golf Mm. is
1: eh. Swimming, presumably? Maybe not.
0: Um, Snow, swimming, yeah. Some people are really good at swimming at a young age. Um, maybe skiing, maybe snowboarding.
1: A lot of the uh, winter Olympians were young. Yeah. Vague. I could see maybe ice skating. I'm sure there's a number of activities.
0: Yeah, but it's certainly it's certainly mind blowing yeah. to say the least. Um but so it's quick football news. Um the Buffalo Bills are looking to sign Robert Gronkowski.
1: Is he looking to sign with them?
0: Safe to say he doesn't want to be in Tampa without Tom. Um, and he will not play for a bad quarterback. So, Bills feels like a good fit to me.
1: I agree. I can see him loving the whole atmosphere of the Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia,
0: he would eat that up.
1: That's right up his wheelhouse. I think that would hurt
0: Patriots fans deep down, um, but there's been a lot of things hurting Patriots fans lately.
1: You know, I, I actually think, in a way, a lot of Pats fans are over that era. Not, I And, mean, obviously, some are still very attached, but I, I, think, I think, in a way, there's a clean break. I've come to terms with the fact that I may never... To see another Super Bowl the rest of my life. It's very possible. Yeah. Another championship in the city in general. But hopefully, you know, this one. Hopefully, the Seas. Yeah.
0: But um, also in football news,
1: the Cardinals,
0: this is kind of nuts. So, Cliff Kings, They've ex- the Cardinals have extended Cliff Kingsbury all the way to 2027. Um, and that's at least shocking to me because they haven't really been all that good.
1: You mean like even?
0: I think he, so his record is 24 24 and 1. I think he has a losing playoff record. Um it feels like a long-term commitment for a coach that really hasn't done much for you. But they also got the commitment from Kyler, so.
1: I mean, they're probably they probably uh, looked at their, you know, opportunity cost there and they said if we let this guy go, are we going to get a coach that is somewhat better or not, you know?
0: Yeah, that word opportunity cost is like I never want to hear it again. I never want to hear it again. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> in about in about 4 days yeah. I'm going to be real sick of that word. Yeah. Um but you know, I think also in the NFL, I'd be content with a mediocre coach. It's it's really really hard to find an amazing coach and it's really
1: really easy to find terrible head coaches. The new great coach is a mediocre coach. Chalk it up. If you have a mediocre coach, you're doing something right. Yeah. There's some, you know, 8 and 8 all right. Who cares? We'll take it. You're one win away from the playoffs. Yeah. That's solid, honestly. Yeah. It's probably worth the investment. It's good enough.
0: It's good enough, yeah. Because um, there's a lot worse out there.
1: You know, I, I am interested in kind of in this new crop of N, uh, NFL coaches kind of coming up, like a lot of these assistants and, and just new people kind of Younger. taking in the realm. Yeah. Does the game change? <laughs> I, think th- I, think the, the, I think the game is due
0: for a little bit of a change. Let's be honest, because, you know, it went from running game and defense and then it was pass heavy with Brady, Manning, Favre, mm-hmm. Drew Brees and then it was now it was like the running
1: quarterback well, now RG3 it's, now it's like receivers doing jet sweeps that's the thing yeah now
0: it's like college
1: style offense yeah, so yeah. I'm
0: curious what the next progression is yeah. bring the
1: bring the defense
0: back actually I don't want that at all
1: I, I want to see uh, I want to see crazy formations I want to see trick plays I want to see all sorts of stuff out there.
0: Something around... I want more extra points. Maybe that's a good thing. Um, but, okay, so we're nearing the end, but let's rattle off some... I feel, I feel like we barely talked about anything. Uh, we've just been going on these rambles. But... Um, so, th- I mean, we should mention this briefly. MLB just keeps canceling. They've, the MLB has officially canceled Opening two day. series of games. Um, Mike Trout clearly is, is voicing his opinion on it. He thinks... Uh, the MLB owners are being reckless, foolish, and uh, I
1: mean, um, irresponsible. We all, we all saw this coming.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to play a season.
1: You don't think they're going to reach a deal? I don't. Chalk it up. We'll keep you guys updated.
0: And That's coming from two
1: fifty-fifty guys. <laughs> I know
0: they need us out there. I know the the Red Sox Foundation needs us. No, seriously. Yeah, um, but. In a little bit of business news, Serena Williams just launched Serena Ventures.
1: Well, that's been a thing.
0: Oh, really? But I, thought, it, yeah. I thought it was always just like her doing personal things, but now it's like official.
1: Oh, has, have they expanded the scope of it? Because it wasn't the news that they just raised a fund, like a giant fund. Yeah, like $110 million. Oh, okay, yeah. That that could be the the game changer because she's always been really secretive about it. Um, but if I'm if I'm an athlete, at least an athlete with career winnings in that like atmosphere, it's the logical move.
0: Well, I, I had a... Not, not to, to take co- to ideas or dime a dozen, but I had this idea about nine months ago. I was like, why doesn't every big agency like CAA, Octagon, whatever, have a arm where they just you know bring in really smart people and be like, hey, maybe you guys should invest some money in these early stage companies.
1: Yeah. I mean, take all their clients, make them, you know. Not, Syndicate. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Another just, word you don't want to hear yeah. for, the next, <laughs> for a long time. Just, just take a, a management fee or whatever. <clears throat> Um, Management
0: fee. I don't want to hear that either. Is that? Oh, is that
1: another? <laughs> t- <laughs> um, and I guess all right. Just rattling off some of this other stuff. Oh, I guess. We, did we talk for stopping? Let's talk for stopping.
0: Not yet. So, uh, I personally didn't realize how f- ridiculous F one contracts until I saw this. But Max Verstappen, the current F one world champion, just signed a five year deal with Red Bull or a, an extension through twenty twenty seven that will pay him fifty three million a year before
1: endorsements before endorsements. Yeah. How much do you think he makes a year in endorsements?
0: I don't think F1's that crazy. Probably 10-20 mil. It's a good chunk of change. I mean, he was making that was this makes him the highest paid driver above Lewis Hamilton, making
1: 60 to 70 a year. I mean, that's like That's that's, a, that's soccer money right there. Stupid money, yeah. That's like I mean NBA contracts now are OD actually low key isn't like Dame making like forty five I think I think the t- I think those NBA guys on like the
0: super super max with the with the all that. NBA bonus is
1: close to that. Yeah, yeah yeah. That's still I mean that's a hefty chunk of change. I think I think Steph might be the one who's making like fifty plus. Probably. I know Dame's towards the end is gonna be that large. Um Westbrook might be on a crazy deal too.
0: Uh, but, yeah, that's nuts. I mean, it makes sense. You know, F- F1, it's, it's by great. the numbers, is the biggest sport in the world.
1: Yeah. you got to compensate them, you know, what they're, they're making, which makes you wonder how much they, their owners are making. you know? That is a good question. I wonder about that,
0: how profitable some of these teams are. Yeah. So probably, they probably are. They probably yeah, wouldn't be worth the investment if they weren't.
1: No, 100%. Um, I guess, like, quick business news. I know we haven't had much necessarily as, as of late, but um, Ford, automobile uh, company, manufacturer, they're going to be splitting into two companies no way. at some point. Yep, so it's going to be Ford Blue and Ford Model E. So Ford Blue is going to focus on making cars with like internal combustion engines. Uh, and then the other one is going to be making, you know, electric cars. And the reason for that is they think by splitting it up, um, the electric vehicle component can like grow and operate like a startup is the idea. That's to, cool. To compete with Tesla. Good for Ford. Future focused. Ford's Ford's head is in the right spot. You know, I think this uh, electric vehicle craze has really picked up over the past uh, year or so. Um, Nobody
0: wanted the Prius. Tesla changed the game. They made it cool. They did. I was listening. I actually listened to a podcast, and they were like, "The cool thing that Tesla did is like, they." Created a product for a group of people that like didn't know they really wanted it,
1: mm.
0: like because you have all these people in like the valley, mm-hmm. um, L.A., New York, uh, Miami, who yeah, like in Boston. Every day I go out, I see several Tesla. Yeah, who are like you know environmentally conscious at heart, yeah. but they're never
1: going to fucking buy a Prius. Yeah, so you give them a Tesla. Well, I saw Rivian. Um, actually, um, they. they Took a step back, but they had, they had like, sold out of pre-orders or whatever. They've
0: yeah. been sold out of pre-orders. Yeah. They've only...
1: You know what's crazy? Their valuation is, like, through the roof, and they have only made 1,000 cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to fall spectacularly. But they had the audacity to reach out to all those people who did pre-orders, and they tried to give them a 20% price hike. Try to get 20% more money out of them. And they probably... If you didn't pay it, probably threw you down the wait list. Yeah. No, seriously. Uh, I think the, the backlash stopped them from doing that. But in, in other car news... Um, even burpee, I said. Excuse me. California Public Utilities Commission grants Waymo and Cruise uh, those two like autonomous vehicle companies permits to start taking fares from passengers. Excuse me. Um, in California, so obviously Waymo, I believe, right now operates in like Arizona, parts of Arizona. Um, but California is obviously a big market, um, so that's big time. And then as part of the drivered pilot program, Cruise can operate from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. at a maximum speed of 30 miles an hour on selected public roads in San Francisco. That seems like a a (laughs) bottleneck for them. But on the other side, Waymo can operate in designated areas in San Francisco and San Mateo counties at any time and at speeds up to 65. So there's a little bit of Google bias there for, for Waymo. but Dude, hear me out on this.
0: What happened? Do you think, let's say... I assume it's all app-based, where you order one of these through an app. It comes, similar to Uber, just there's no person there. Like, what if you choose... What if, like... I'm I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this. Like, I'm trying to envision a scenario where, like, you're locked out of the car. The car arrives, you can't get in. Or, like, like, you're trying to get out. It doesn't unlock.
1: (laughs) I mean... Those are real distinct possibilities that you'd hope that they would have considered. Or, I mean, what if the car misses your stop or it, it takes you somewhere else? I am sure like, like that
0: scene from Silicon Valley.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure those are, are situations that could be wrinkled out I and mean, probably have been at this point. I think some of those autonomous vehicles have driven more than like like millions of miles worth of driving. So I'm sure they're smart enough now to avoid some of those calamities. But those are the important questions. Yeah. I mean, it could get come to a point where in the next... 10 years, 15 years, it's weird to be picked up by somebody. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I mean, Uber, when it first started, was that was Uber's vision the whole time, mm-hmm. was the yeah. autonomous car yeah. route. Well, I mean, I think they actually uh, gave up on that dream recently. Well, it was when the,
0: when the CEO got booted out, because yeah. that was his whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, so they they since given up on that, but I'm sure they'll make their, their return. Um, and then other business news, Amazon, um, in the quite ironic stroke um, is closing all of their uh, bookstores, 68 of them. And then there's also uh, some other retail locations like pop-up stores um, that they're simply closing, seizing operations because uh, they want to focus on, you know, groceries and their fashion places. But their other – their bookstores, no more. I didn't even know they had bookstores. It's ironic. It's kind of uh, – it's like didn't they kill bookstores in a way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, is that it? That's all I got man um I think know, this was a, this was a good episode, yeah, it was, you know I think the tangents are good,
0: yeah, um, all right. well, you know, if you made it to the end again, we respect it, and thank you <laughs> um but all right we'll we'll see everybody all in a right. in a few nice days. See, see you
1: next time. <laughs>